Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. must understand first and foremost uh, your limitations and act upon it because if you don't act upon it don't expect others to do it for you that's first and foremost so you wouldn't earn money just by doing that second is as you've said uh, use your network as your network so that's something that I also utilize and I utilize it in, in a different way uh, it's by building and radiating the culture that they want to happen it's, it's just you know giving value So, if you're a business owner and you start off by asking immediately, this is what my rate is, this is something that I want to charge you already, stuff like that. That's something that is going to you know, eventually drag you uh, somewhere where you do, wouldn't want. And good evening, good morning, good afternoon to wherever you are watching from here in the Philippines and from all over the world. And welcome to my podcast, the RJ Ledesma Podcast. In this podcast, I interview the country's pioneering business personalities and entrepreneurs to learn more about how they think about business, about doing new normal business, what are their success secrets, how can we replicate those secrets, and how have they innovated, pivoted, changed their businesses during this pandemic and more importantly what opportunities do they see emerging for fellow entrepreneurs during this the now normal is there a business personality or entrepreneur that you would like me to interview here on the podcast please drop me a message i would love to interview them i would love to pick their brains we are also live right now on kumu cbrc tv global pinas tv and the bounce back network if you are enjoying my podcasts and you've been learning a lot from it Please do subscribe and invite more friends to listen to the RJ Ledesma podcast. You can also catch us on YouTube. Now, before we begin with this podcast, just a quick shout out to our friends from Vessel. Vessel PH can help you future-proof your businesses by boosting your digital presence and making sure that you can attract more customers and more sales. If you want to learn more about them, just click on the link in my description. Tonight, we've got a guest who's just recently... Uh, come back from Dubai. They've had a very successful stint in Dubai uh, to showcase their startup. And their startup is Tetrix. Tetrix is an interconnected ecosystem that aims to bridge the gap among all the different blockchain projects. So if you're somebody who is into blockchain, this is going to be a great show to listen to. If you're somebody who wants to learn about blockchain, this is also a great show that you'll want to listen to tonight. Now, instead of all the data being housed in one device, Blockchains use networks of peer-to-peer connected computers and creates a unified community which allows for a more convenient environment for integration. Some products built on top of Tetrix are uh, an app called Lobby, which is an end-to-end encrypted and built on a censorship-resistant peer-to-peer network. 
I think they built on top of Tetrix is Pitaka, which is a secure multi-chain and non-custodial wallet seamlessly integrated into it. Now, I know these terms can fly over the head, especially uh, admittedly for myself, because you know a lot of these terms are new to many of us, especially who are interested to get into the field of crypto and blockchain. So this is an ideal jumping off point for all of you. So let's step into the future. Let's step into Tetrix. And let's welcome my guest, the CEO of Tetrix. We've got Eman Navalan. Eman, welcome to the program. Hi. Uh, thank you for uh, the invite, RJ. It's been a pleasure to be here and uh, you know, making people aware of what we do in Tetrix. Thanks so much, Emma, for joining us over here. And you know what? We've got so, so many eager beavers listening to our program right now. I want to greet my friend from Singapore. We've got Michael Pei. Sabi ni Michael Pei. Hello, Emma Navalan and RJ Ladesma. Hello from the Lion City over there. Uh, we've also got one of the co-founders of, of Tetrix listening in all the way from Pampanga, Felix Asuncion. Sabi ni rainy evening, everyone watching from Pampanga. And we've got Jester James. Assalamualaikum. Hello, RJ. Watching all the way from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Looks like you've got an international crew joining us and listening to us here live right now on the podcast. So, Eman, before we get into Tetrix, uh, I know just a couple of, I think a couple of days ago, just a couple of weeks ago, you guys had a very successful uh, visit, sort of like a road trip, exposure trip uh, in, um, in Dubai. Tell us a bit more about what you guys do in Dubai for Tetrix. Uh, well, uh, it's, it was a really humbling experience for us. Uh, when we traveled there, our purpose was to really be um, having the company incorporated there. At the same time, visit uh, one of our partners' booth and uh, participate in the Future Innovation Summit. Uh, once we went there, we didn't know that uh, we will be able to meet uh, different personalities in the space. We even met uh, a lot of individuals who are willing to help us wow. after they've met us for the first time. And that was really great and humbling. I mean, um, we always had with us one core value, I would say, or one core ideal uh, is that, you know, we wanted to always give value to others and that way, um, you know, uh, deliver the message of what blockchain could be uh, used for and what blockchain is capable of uh, providing for every one of us. And uh, during the trip, we were able to meet... Um, the famous personalities there, uh, Filipinos included, and we were able to get advisors also from uh, from Dubai, and that we would announce in the near future. And aside from that, uh, we were able to connect with a lot of exchanges, a lot of different blockchain projects as well that are willing to partner with us in the, uh, in the coming days. Fantastic! I like actually how you guys invested in your network, really, and that's key, especially in, in the emerging blockchain space, no? Uh, so, you know, your net, like we often say on the show, your network is your net worth. And for those who are interested, you know, you can't wait to check out what Tetrix is all about. We're flashing right now on screen. And if you're listening to the podcast, let me just announce the, the website for you. That's www.tetrix, that's T-E-T-R-I-X dot X-Y-Z. Again, that's T-E-T-R-I-X dot X-Y-Z. So now, uh, Emma, let's get into the meat of things. No? When we often talk about people coming here to the show, uh, I, I always ask them, what was their investors or elevator pitch for Tetrix? And I know that it might sound a bit complicated right now, but we will break it down later on uh, as to what it means. But can you explain, to, Can you what was your elevator pitch for, for Tetrix? Well, basically, Tetrix is an infrastructure network wherein it allows uh, peers to actually communicate with different blockchain uh, projects. So this is not currently available in a solution-based uh, project or product 
because of the reason that some of them are really nascent. So we decided to create an all-encompassing protocol that will allow the communication between different blockchains and then making more uh, opportunities available for everyone. So that's basically what Tetris is all about. It's basically just building uh, on top of each other and creating more projects together and building a more solid foundation in the blockchain space. From, from listening to you, there are people are going, wow, that's a great solution. And from the others are going, what did you just talk about? I mean, that, that's basically the, the two types of people listening here right now. But uh, if I were to try to laymanize it a bit, it just means that you put, like everybody was playing on different fields and you just put together one field where you can all, what person sort of like one box where they can all play in together, where they can access what everybody else is doing. And that's basically what you did with Tetrix. Is that correct? If, if I were to simplify things. Precisely. Because currently what uh, other projects or blockchain projects are doing is that they're building their own ecosystem. Well, the very nature of blockchain in the first place is uh, that it should be all-inclusive. And that started from Satoshi who started uh, building Bitcoin uh, in the early uh, 2007 and eight. So we decided to bring back those uh, ideals or uh, the reason why blockchain is currently present. And uh, we saw the opportunity there. We're in, you know, there are a lot of bridge pro projects out there, but they really doesn't solve the, the, the main issues. Uh, they only solve a few issues at one time, and they couldn't do two to three issues at the same time. So we decided to allow them to actually explore the space, given our modular approach. Let me just greet some of the people coming right now. We got Felix, Ninja, and Sean. Good evening, guys. Uh, greeting us here right now. We also have over here people saying, John Mayani, uh, saying very excited. He said, Sir Felix Schicks here, Sabinia. Uh, he's here right now listening to us. Now, um, I'm going to go a bit more. You were able to explain, I guess, in, in broad strokes what it is, no? Eh, kunyari, yung tatay ko na 78 years old at gusto maintindihan kung anong ginagawa ninyo dyan. What exactly? How would I explain that uh, to my dad? Who you know, blockchain is not even something that is in his periphery, right? All right. Let's start off basically, uh, siguro a bit of a history of uh, blockchain. Yeah. Okay. So, so again, for the people listening right now, this is your blockchain education 101. Sige. Uh, ano bang ibig sabi mo na ng blockchain? So, for those who know. Great for you. Maybe this is another way for you to be able to explain to your other friends what blockchain is. But then, Sige Eman, school us right now. All right. So blockchain is basically one of the DLT, so we call, or decentralized ledgers. It's a form of basically collecting data and transferring data to a, to a, it's, it's a protocol, basically, uh, or a framework on how the data is collected and transferred between different channels. Okay. So it's like the internet. Basically, it's the usual, uh, let's say, TCP IP, but it's made different. And uh, the difference between the TCP IP is, and the uh, blockchain is the structure on how it stores the data and makes sure that it is secure and it's immutable. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ano ibig sabihin? Immutable? Anong ibig sabihin ng immutable sa mga magandang vocabulary na yan eh? Immutable. So it's something that you couldn't change moving forward in time. So once it's there, it's there permanently. And once you uh, once you try to change it, it's going to be another transaction. So they could actually see whoever it is that is changing the data, and at the same time, whoever it is that approved the data as well. So this can come in many forms. It can be used for your transactions. It can be used in your day-to-day uh, communication, and it could also be used in some contracts or I would say agreement between two parties as well, wherein okay. they could actually trace back. You know, ito yung mga pinag-usapan natin dati. And these are the changes that we have uh, then put in place. Okay. So, for example, just 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 to give an example, diba? you mo, there's TCP IP, which is what we're used to with the internet, and then there's blockchain. So, parang use case, uh, like you said, no, one of the use is, is a contract, let's say, for example. What would, ha- what would have happened if it's a case na TCP IP lang yan, sa internet lang yan, pero contract sa blockchain? What is the key difference now? Uh, that, that they're doing now, ah, this is the advantage of the blockchain over what we're used to. You can just send uh, different contracts of different, you know, I would say content. Uh, that would be the case there. And you wouldn't be able to track which is right and which is false. Uh-huh. So those are the things that, you know, uh, blockchain can do because it is actually hashed, it's secured, and at the same time, you could actually see the, the difference through time. So, kumbaga parang, it's like a editable document, right? Uh, sometimes you yes, can't tell is. who's making the changes in the past. You could not tell. In other words, you could have gotten a document, somebody edit, edited the document, and you wouldn't know. But if your document yes. is on the blockchain, you know exactly what the first original document was, and you know who was editing it on the way. It can never be changed. It's immutable. Is that right? Yes, yes, yes. And these are all bite-sized data. That's why, uh, well, to, to explain it even further, blockchain is just a combination of block and chain, wherein the block is a collection of the data, and the chain is basically the encryption, wherein it is going to be secure. So every time that you create another set of data, uh, what it does is it captures the previous block or the previous data, it brings it to the new block, and it adds on the new data into it. So uh, in effect, what will happen is you have this history uh, of changes or history of the data uh, that that becomes uh, your ledger, I would say, or your compilation of, of uh, information. Got so that, got that's how it, it works. And uh, there are different approach uh, to this. Uh, and another layer of protection that we say is the decentralization of the blockchain. So you have this blockchain that's, you know, Usually, it could be you know centralized, and most of it is actually decentralized now. But it could be both ways. It could be a centralized uh, in a centralized data bank, 
or it to be decentralized in a way that it is actually um, uh, sent to different peers in the network for copies to make sure that once your computer is compromised, you'd, you'd be shut down and they would feed the right information. So that's the, the second layer there of protection. Again, uh, Web3 is actually, in layman's term, secures whatever you're doing. But at the same time, uh, these things you know, uh, are sometimes a bit complicated for normal use. And uh, you could actually feel it when you try to transact in the space. There is a require, uh, required time for them to transact. And that is actually um, because of the reason that it's uh, being checked and being secured, being delivered at the same time, sent to different uh, people in, in, in the network for security. So that's the time there are blockchains that you know takes around a few minutes for it to be able to send the message or the transaction or the data. Some of them do it faster. It really depends on the framework and how uh, the network operates. I think we can we can share about what Netflix is doing uh, in a different way. If uh, okay, we could uh, we could just flash on the website. Well, basically, Netflix is uh, in a way wanted to simplify uh, how this framework uh, occurs or happens. No, we wanted that you know in a way, uh, if your data is already validated, you could actually send that to different platforms, which is currently not available. Uh, and uh, for you to be able to do it, you would have to, you know, partner with a different blockchain network, connect to their existing platform. That takes time and you would have to pay a lot for it. So Tetris wanted to eliminate that, make it very simple for uh, new projects and uh, existing projects wherein they wanted to jump from their network to another network. So that's currently not available. And as we see, there are present issues with existing networks uh, as shown in the recent dip of the market. Uh, one is being uh, Luna and the other one, of course, the delay, uh, delayed ETH 2.0. So, yeah, uh, in a way, Tetrix would help bridge uh, that problem, uh, allow them to still uh, work on their existing project and connect it to different blockchain networks to capture the market there. Because as I've said, in each of the ecosystems, they have their own market. And for you to penetrate a different ecosystem, you would have to build your project there again. So Tetrix, in a way, uh, allows you to do it in a much effective and much efficient manner, wherein you could just transfer the information back and forth from different blockchain networks. Okay. I want to stop you right there before we get a bit more complicated, though, because people are wondering, wow, how did you know how, how does it how does it get there? But then Emal, I, I want to go a bit more, uh, before we discuss Tetrix, I think the more interesting thing is, I want to find out a bit more about your background as to how you got into it. Because from what I understand, no, from, from your own background, you're actually a civil engineer, right? and, and then how did this project come, how did, how did you, from, from that project, get into doing Tetrix or get, get into the blockchain? And more importantly, how did you uncover uh, this opportunity and how are you able to address it? I mean, th these are several things. I know it's a long story, but I think it's key to understand the entrepreneurial journey. Para it informs us moving forward, diba? How, how did this all come about for you? So let's start with Muna. Okay, civil engineer, I know that you actually have, you have your own construction firm, right? I mean, that's enough of a challenge, a challenge for you. So 
how did it move forward to get into this one? So give us a bit more of your background. So, well, uh, previously, uh, when I started uh, trading Bitcoin, that was around 2016. That's when uh, MetaMask came out. You have to explain a bit more. Okay, let's go step back for, for the first timers again. Anong ibig sabihin ng MetaMask again? Alright, so MetaMask is a wallet. It's basically where you could store your Bitcoin at that time. And there were a lot of different wallets back then. Uh, the first two projects that came out to be strong was, of course, Bitcoin and the other one is Ethereum. And uh, Ethereum uh, initiated uh, what we so-call smart contracts now, wherein it allows you to uh, generate any condition and uh, build that on top of uh, blockchain. But MetaMask at the time, during that time, we were always doing trading. We weren't doing a lot of um, infrastructure uh, uh, things and, and projects. There were quite a few, but most of them were just making and maximizing the opportunity of, of the market uh, to make money. So when, we, when I started out, I also was scammed. You know, because mm. okay, so you were at the were scammed. Okay, many people talk about who come on the show on crypto. Basically, they have the same, almost a variation of the same story. They're scammed, sila, eh. Yes, uh, it's either rug pull or a scam, right? Uh, during that time, there was only a limited slot for you to actually trade. So, uh, CoinsPH was also new at the time, and uh, I wasn't able to get in, and uh, that's why I tried MetaMask. And uh, when I tried MetaMask, um, it was a good experience, and then came an opportunity wherein I could earn more. So me being, being very young at that time, I, I tried it out, and of course it was a scam. And uh, after that, I I, uh, I I started reading about the project. Sometimes for for traders, what they usually say is that it's your tuition fee, right? <laughs> Once you lose money because you're not doing your due diligence. So I did my due diligence. While I was studying and reading about projects and different projects, how they operate, because I'm a civil engineer uh, myself and a project manager, I really look into the structure and wanted to simplify things for my consumption. I didn't realize that you know it's very complicated and nobody would really understand it at one glance. Nobody, even even any tech guy. So I talked to a few tech guys, uh, my partner included, uh, Raf, during twenty around twenty eighteen. And I started talking about, this is blockchain, this is crypto. I think we could do something about uh, this in the space, in our uh, industries. So I was looking at an opportunity where it could connect to the construction industry. At that, back. And since we were also gamers at that time, we usually played for, for relax, relaxation. <laughs> uh, you know, during the time that we were playing, we, we usually talk about crypto, blockchain, Bitcoin. Ethereum, stuff like that, and the opportunity that it could give to, to normal people. And uh, from there, we started to analyze the different projects that we wanted to buy at first. So we were just traders, we just wanted to buy tokens, and we wanted to keep it and hold it until it you know, uh, goes to the moon, so we call it, all the time. So after some time during the pandemic, we realized that, you know, what has changed and a lot of things really progressed well, especially in the tech industry. And we saw that the Philippines, when Axie came out, we saw the opportunity we're in. You know, Filipinos are, are, are great users. No? We, we have this big user base 
that we always wanted to participate in things like this. But there's not really something that we can, you know, build something on. It's always us being users. So we decided to conceptualize an idea wherein we could take part in different networks and at the same time, you know, make people aware of what blockchain is capable of. And while we were doing the architecture, we realized one big thing. People are not adopting it because they see use in the blockchain. They actually are adopting it still for the money. And while we were internalizing this, we realized that the reason why they're doing this is because that's how they were educated in the first place. That Bitcoin cryptocurrencies is where you will earn 10 times your money, 20 times, 100 times your money if you're lucky. And it's not the way we wanted it to be, wherein you're educated on how it's working and at the same time, how it could give value to you uh, in whatever you do at the same time. So uh, at first, it was really hard because we were really looking into a lot of things. So we called in different people. We asked uh, someone from our list of friends and asked them to actually join us to conceptualize the idea and bring it to you know a better, clearer uh, picture. And so we called in uh, three more partners, we called in four more. We even brought in a lawyer uh, to make sure that we're doing things right. So. We started all of the conceptualization and eventually incorporated uh, something last year. So that's when we started to really build uh, the D apps and Tetrix. And uh, it was actually a rea realization to whatever happened in our lives. I really like how things started to crystallize uh, amidst this pandemic. And I think uh, if I'm if I go correct if I'm wrong, we actually had. Um, uh, Nixon Diego, who was the representative of Sky, Sky Mavens of Axie Infinity over here on the show a couple of uh, couple of shows ago, no? and he did explain that uh, what it did inadvertently, you Axie Infinity, is to get more people to understand what crypto does. So it became a convergence of that opportunity. Then you saw, ah, pwede pala dito. But the education, I mean, just to summarize it, but you're realizing that people are just thinking of it purely from a crypto or how to make money standpoint, but you saw it, you saw it more like, we can create more projects here. We can create more uses for for the blockchain here in the country, and that's exactly what you're doing uh, using using Tetrix, no? But before we get into that a bit more, I have a couple of questions. So, if you don't mind, no, a bit of definition of terms because this is the first time for many people to listen to what you're trying to say. Rio, you talked about the idea of you know you got scam, and another word that you use for scam is you got rug pulled. Uh, what does what does you mean by rug pull? So rug pull is, in a way, it's, it's a term used when uh, after you get listed uh, in an exchange, uh, it pumps so high and then uh, someone sells you know, heavily from the top and it goes back down and it goes lower than the expected amount. So this is where the early uh, purchasers uh, benefit from usually, but the early people who bought it from exchanges uh, are now... Uh, holding into assets that are lower in value when they started. So uh, that's where um, I think most of the people are uh, feel uh, discouraged about blockchain and, and crypto. Um, during those times when projects get listed and then they try to ride the trend and then it falls down below their, their, their price, 
and they don't set their limits. So these are for casual traders who just came in and just want to participate, try things out because they're thinking that you would get 10x your money, 100x, and so on and so forth. Realizing that it's the opposite if you weren't really careful. So rug pull is the term we're in. When it goes up, it just drastically falls down to around 80 to even 90% uh, from the top. So, yeah. so like, like, like literally like the, the rug got pulled from under you. So just that's rug pull. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, and then when you say the apps, you mean decentralized apps, right? That that's correct, no? Can you explain again, again, for the benefit of those watching right now, what does the apps mean, Naman? What does decentralized apps mean? Right. So it's basically all applications built on blockchain or web page. So that's the basic explanation to that. So once your blockchain is built on a, a, a layer of blockchain or web page in a web page platform or protocol, it's automatically called decentralized app. So. Uh, that's that's how we actually call applications on top of web. Got that. And then there's another term which, which we used earlier on, which is DeFi, which is decentralized finance. Now, can you, since we're talking about the app, let's talk about DeFi. Can you explain that a bit more as well? So this this is almost the same to the apps. So it's just basically the finance sector. Anything that you do currently right now, the finance sector, and brought that uh, bring that over to to uh, Web three. Uh, in a decentralized manner, it's it's automatically called DeFi. So this could be an an exchange. This could be loans. This could be you know uh, lending. This could be uh, even utilizing your money to buy something, uh, or using your cryptocurrency to buy something, and basically everything in in the financial system that we have that you wanted inside the Web three space. It's going to be called DeFi. Okay, now uh, one more question which I have now, and I think this is this is, might be of interest to people right now, is that you were able to quickly, in the midst of this pandemic, you were able to actually build Tetrix and, and this all, all online. Uh, I mean, the next question I have is, of course, like and any entrepreneur in whatever business, they buy, I have the idea, but I might not have the technical expertise to build that idea, right? Uh, I, that's just my assumption with you. You're a civil engineer. Maybe you do have the expertise. You learned it, but then you don't have all the expertise. Uh, and earlier on in the show, we talked about your network is your net worth. How did you build your, I guess, your network to ensure that when you had that idea to create uh, Tetrix, that you would have sort of like the human resources to be able to construct Tetrix? Right. So when, when I started this, I always wanted to start off uh, understanding my limitations. So that's the first for everybody wanting to start in the space. You must understand your limitation. At the same time, you must accept that you would need somebody else to compensate that for you. So realizing that from the very start and starting it with the right culture, I would say, uh, culture of you know giving value first, uh, and you know realizing that the value is actually worth more to their uh, to, to them uh, than than to you. Uh, actually brought this team together. And um, when we started off, when we started talking to the partners, that was the first pitch, right? When we started to talk about, you know, this is what we wanted to happen. We would like you to join us and participate and be with us. We understood that we have this limitation within the partners and we wanted that to be compensated by someone who shared the same value, same culture that we have because this is something that we would need radiating from the team 
so that the community, since this is a community platform and Web3 is all about community, it must come from us. So these, these, these small things actually aggregated and uh, it actually multiplied. And that's the reason why the team really grew faster than expected. Actually, I was really shocked about you know what's happening uh, right now, currently, by the growth of the team and, and what we're able to accomplish. And at the same time, our trip in Dubai really showcased that you know what we're doing, uh, aside from the tech, really uh, brought us here. So yeah, that's first. And for the early founders, uh, you must understand, first and foremost, what you're dealing with. So you have to read, constantly read. This is not... Uh, this is not something that you know we were able to do in, in a few weeks' time, a few months' time. No. We were studying about blockchain and cryptocurrencies for years. We were reading about this uh, in our free time until such time that we were really confident that we are creating something uh, in what we are planning, things that we are trying to prove as well. So uh, until you get that confidence, try, you know, keep on reading about you know, and ask. Ask uh, the right people, ask uh, the tech guys, ask the people who are already in the space, ask your friends, they might know a few things, they could share that to you and maybe shed light to you and that, you know, eventually you could, you could again, uh, make use of and uh, form your team the right way. Really great questions, really great things coming out here on, again, uh, on our chat box. I want to say again, like Michael Naval is saying here, study before you invest, especially, I guess, that's if you go into cryptocurrency over there. And over here, uh, very nice also coming from Ishko Abakita. Always do your due diligence. One tip that will make you survive in this space. I guess that's something we can all agree on. And what I like over here is from JC Calvento, who earlier on said, uh, good evening. This is something new and definitely innovative uh, for Pinoy's as a whole, which I strongly agree with. And we've got also Jay Tolentino saying, hey, hey, hey. Uh, yeah, Jay, kumusta? Thanks so much for, for listening to us here right now. Okay, so more or less you've got the idea. And uh, my presumption is that many people that you got on board, when you first brought them on board, were people whom you already met in the crypto community. Is that right? Or at least in the blockchain community. That's how you're able to onboard them much faster. Yeah, most of them were, and but some of them weren't. So the good thing was we were really educating and then... Uh, some of them realized that you know they could play a role, and they could mm -hmm. actually help the project. So it's basically just giving value there. And then from there we educated. We started educating ourselves first, the team, and then from there we started educating others. So okay. uh, we, when we were hiring, we always make sure that before they onboard, we educate them well, make sure that they are really well versed uh, before we let them out, because you know basically it's it's something that we want. Uh, to happen to our users and, of course, uh, the people who would support us uh, and the people who would uh, help us all. Got that. And so, again, uh, we're, we're, we're going to discuss a bit more ab about Tetrix, but more uh, we're going to discuss now about the other projects being done on Tetrix. So just to make things clear, it's like saying, uh, okay, you were all playing Lego in different areas. So you're, you're all playing Lego. So what you did is basically you got one big Lego sheet and put all the different pieces on that same Lego sheet so you could interconnect all the different Lego pieces and you could play with the Lego in this one long, one, one Lego sheet. That's correct again, I'm just using another analogy for you guys. And that's yeah. what Tetrix is all about, that you can all play 
uh, on the same sheet of Lego and interconnect all your Lego pieces together uh, on this sheet. Now, uh, when we, once that was done, no, that, that was, that was the, this is what Tetrix is about. It's an interconnection. Um, can I just ask, when you build this platform of Tetrix, people always want to go back to the idea again of what's the business model now? Pano kayo kumikita ng pera dito, di ba? Uh, from, from putting up Tetrix? So, um, well, I, I'd like to start first and foremost. I forgot to mention uh, why Tetrix came out. No? So, the name Tetrix. Uh, Tetrix came out because of what you said. No? It's, it's almost the same. Because of the game Tetris. Oh, no? so Tetris the game oh. Tetrix actually, uh, what happens is you fill in the gaps there uh, for you to finish the level. So, in a way, uh, those blocks, those different types of blocks are actually representations of you and I or everybody else. Wherein we complement each other and basically, you know, finish off the level, and that's what we wanted to also showcase with the network that we're building. And for the revenue side, it is also how we will uh, we will earn when we we connect uh, or once you use a platform. There are fees that are connected to it, and those fees are actually going to be paid to the participants who are making sure that Tetrix is alive and able to communicate the different data that we are transferring. And at the same time, uh, the different projects that are built on top of Tetrix Network would then be required TET tokens. And this is going to be in form of crypto, of course, that, that's uh, our cryptocurrency. And that is also going to be paid uh, for uh, every transaction. So uh, that's going to be so minimal uh, comparing that to the others. Uh, the reason why we did that that way because we wanted to get more uh, users in uh, and of course that would compensate to the the small piece so that's how we are going to operate and and um, for participants to make sure that the network is secure they would have to stake that tokens as well so this is some sort of a collateral then uh, for the network so you wouldn't do any malicious activities you wouldn't you know uh, hack somebody else or you know, if you're running a node, you wouldn't do something malicious uh, in that aspect. So, yeah, that's uh, basically how we move. Got that. So, just to kind of simplify the terminology, are you doing, it's not a subscription model to be able to use Tetrix. People don't pay every month to use Tetrix, but there's a convenience fee that you pay to be able to make sure that you can interconnect every time with somebody else's yes. Lego. <laughs> with somebody else's Lego. You have somebody else's Lego structure on that Lego sheet. Every time you connect with that one, there's a, there's a convenience fee that is being paid, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's also saying like every time you build on that Lego sheet a new project, you're also paying for the real estate that you're using in that area. Precisely. Because you're building, you're building on the area. Is that correct so far for me? To, is, is the understanding correct so far? Yes, yes. And uh, in a way, it's also a pay-per-use. So you just pay whatever uh, you use. So uh, it's not going to be something that is going to eat your life especially for startups, right? So those are the things that we also should consider. Mm -hmm. And having done this one, especially, and then helping out people who are startups as well, um, since you're building all of this one, diba, uh, how, are you, how are you basically financing the development of the app? Is this all bootstrapped? And again, for people who, don't, who are here, the word bootstrapping is that you're burning your own pockets to put up the app. Diba? Uh, how are you doing it here? Right? How are you putting up Tetrix right now? We started off bootstrapping the project, so that was that was uh, last year. And uh, since we were able to come up with uh, proof of concepts and MVPs in Itaka, 
uh, we were able to get a few angels uh, that are now supporting us. And uh, with that, we're actually uh, thanking basically our angels uh, who have supported us. And we're talking to a few more uh, who are uh, willing to actually help us as well. So uh, that's how we move about. Uh, it's something that, you know, as a startup, we must really understand that you, you have to sacrifice a lot of things. And uh, by bootstrapping, we really sacrifice a lot of our resources, personally, the whole team, to start the project right and to showcase that we are going to do a project wherein we already have something to show uh, and at the same time showcase our credibility uh, in the space uh, before getting uh, or bringing in angel investors or somebody else. Got that. So, talagang burning a hole muna before yes. So now we've got this your Lego playing field, right? So this is the Lego playing field, and you're you are now yourselves. You're also building the apps on top of that field, right? On top your own apps uh, out of out of Tetris, you're building your, your own apps there. And if you if I understand correctly, there's two that you're doing right now, right? That's that's uh, Pitaka, and that's also Lobby. Is that correct? Yes, yes, precisely. Actually, Pitaka and Lobby are the apps. Uh, that we call uh, aggregators for Tetris Network. So, in a way, these are stepping stones for us. Uh, one of the things that, or I would say three things that, you know, these DApps uh, allow us to do is, first and foremost, create traction. Second is uh, make them aware that there's uh, a project that is simplified. So, that's, in a way, credibility for us. And third is for us to raise funds. So, uh, usually, a, a network takes around two to three years or even more uh, for it to be developed correctly. And for us to sustain ourselves or bootstrap uh, the, 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 the whole uh, three years or two years of the process really, you know, um, burn us alive. Uh, and it's something that we wouldn't want to happen. So uh, we wanted to showcase uh, our credibility and, of course, grow the user base. Make them aware that we have uh, Tetrix and it's something that they must uh, look into and uh, they could support as well. And from there, uh, build the network at, uh, at, the, at, at the right, right place so that you know, eventually we are going to build something that would last. And that's some, something that people would then eventually use. Not something that, you know, once we're done, there are no users, there are no applications, there are no... Uh, participants and so on and so forth. So, yeah. So, guys, parang kumbaga is is the way to look at it. And if you don't mind, I'll use my 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 market as a, as a way to 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 prove it. No, it's it's a Mercado Central, which is an outdoor food market. It's like I built a market, but right now to prove that it works, I've got to have vendors who are operating in the market, diba? And sometimes some of these vendors, I have to create my own vendors or have a really successful one because they go, oh. So market, project dito, Para may ibang mga merchants dito, dito rin ako dito, ako dito. So it's almost the same idea. You have to sort of yes. do a proof of concept inside your Lego playing field to say, para po mga tao, I've got to have I've got some legitimate projects which people can find uh, over here in inside my inside my inside uh, inside Netflix, correct? Yes, yes. In a way, it also becomes now our flywheel. So, 
uh, we start and develop a project and then afterwards bring in the users, get the funding and then build another project and so on and so forth while we build the, the Tetrix network. So got it, got that's it. how we are doing the, the cycle that we have. It makes it sticky. Perfectly, it's where it makes it sticky. Yeah. Uh, the people get yeah. to stay over there. Uh, we've got Garrett Lee saying over here, really nice uh, commenting over here. Tetrix is a cool project and has uh, awesome partners. And he also said over here, yeah, that's the first comment. Tetrix is a cool project and has awesome partners. And the second one is Tetrix and H Chain uh, are really great innovations in the crypto space. Guys, keep it up. Thanks so much, Garrett, for, for commenting that. Now let's move on to. Um, Talk a bit more about Pitaka because now, okay, so you were able to solve one pain point, which was creating a playing field where everybody interconnected with Tetrix. Now, what is the pain point? I know that it was it was as an aggregator. Uh, that's why you created, created um, uh, Pitaka. But what is the pain point? Aside from being that one, what is the pain point that you wanted to address in creating Pitaka on Tetrix? All right. So uh, for a normal trader like, uh, like me, uh, who started navigating the space with, way back 2016. Uh, it was, everything was really nascent. So it was really hard to set up your wallet. So if you are going to download MetaMask now and some of the other wallets, it would take you around a minimum of 5 to 10 minutes to set up. Uh, mm -hmm. Some are faster. Some you may do it around 2 to 3 minutes. Uh, but that uh, Pitaka, uh, we, we designed it in a way that once you set it up, it's just as is, it's as if you're just adding features into it. So you just click on whatever you need. It's like toggle on, toggle off, toggle on. Yes, okay. yes. Something like that. So one of the few things that we uh, kept into mind was, of course, uh, how are these going to affect daily users? So for traders, that was one of their concerns. Every time that they wanted to trade in a different network, they would have to set up uh, a different uh, network in their wallet for them to show, to really uh, navigate and and uh, trade, and that's that's one. Second is for game users, GameFi and NFT uh, participants. They're having a hard time finding their assets. So what do they do? They actually connect all their wallets, and it's really a tedious job for them uh, just to locate where where their their assets are. And this is something that we simplified, wherein once you connect your wallet uh, or you log into your wallet, your Pitaka, you could actually see all your assets already there. So you just have to look into, okay, this is the NFTs uh, tab, and this is the DeFi tab, and this is actually the tokens tab. And you could click on to different blockchain networks, as you've said, toggle on and off, and you could see all the assets immediately uh, there. So you wouldn't need to actually do the setting up and uh, the checking whatever account uh, so that you could find your, your your precious asset or NFT. So those are the things that we kept in mind. And those were the real pain points for every individual looking into, you know, the best uh, wallet out there. So, Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. That's basically it. 
how do you make money from putting up the wallet? Is it also a convenience fee? Uh, right now, the wallet is just uh, for free. So uh, we do uh, promotions uh, inside the wallet. So that's how we keep the, the project up and running. So we can feature tokens there. We can feature projects there. We can feature uh, partnerships there. So that's how we get the funding to actually build build it further and improve it. But uh, basically, the wallet is, is free of use. You actually just pay, uh, not on our side, uh, but when you once you transact, you just pay the transaction fee of the network, not of, of the network. Uh, end of Tetrix. So, of so it's Tetrix who it's Tetrix who benefits. Is that correct? Uh, or not it's, really, but uh, it's the other networks. Uh, Ethereum, if you're dealing with Ethereum ah, okay. tokens, or if you're dealing with Binance tokens, uh, Binance is going to benefit from that. Because, uh, the transaction is done through their blockchain. It's not really uh, okay. through Tetris blockchain. So uh, we just capture all of your assets in different blockchain networks and showcase that into the Pitaka wallet app. So... That's how we do it. Uh, we just summarize and simplify it for users. And then from there, our goal is to actually grow the users. Grow lang yung user. Please correct me if I'm wrong. It's not really Pitaka that's making the money from there. It's just a way to attract people to use Tetrix. Yes, it is a way. And at the same time, it uh, allows us to showcase what we're capable of. So I see. Now, Filipinos could be proud that you know we have Pitaka. And Pitaka is actually built by... Uh, people who dreamt of building something for the Philippines and for the region. So, it's something to be proud of. Got that. Uh, a comment from Waki Aquino over here. I love how Pitaka can stand out to other crypto wallets out there. Thanks so much uh, for the vote of confidence over there, Waki. Uh, we also have another one that you're creating, which is called Lobby. L-O-B-I. What? Ano naman yung Lobby? So, we saw a need for uh, projects to be built on top of Netflix also. Like any other ecosystem, we have to also have our own ecosystem to sustain ourselves. Our, uh, we don't just rely on uh, different blockchains communicating, so we have our own. And this would benefit the future projects like enterprise use cases. So one of the reasons that we saw um, that are key to general adoption or mass adoption is that we must bring in Web2 applications into Web3. And the reason why they're not jumping into Web3 is because there is no network out there that allows you to be flexible. Most of them are actually permissionless. And these are, this is one of the features that, uh, aside from, you know, um, group of work that, that uh, spends a lot of energy, this permissionless feature, meaning to say everything is uh, visible, uh, is something that uh, the enterprise wouldn't want to use. So the reason behind that is, uh, for banks, for example, let's let's look into banks. Banks wouldn't want to allow us uh, individuals to see their transactions, the magnitude of their transactions moving from one bank to another, and at the same time, their transfer of data. So that's one, one, one pain point. And aside from that, for usual businesses, you wouldn't want your competitor, competitors to see what, what you're doing that's actually making you very, uh, very uh, successful, right? So in a way, you want that to be a leverage over them so you would continuously be successful in what you do. And these are the things that we saw we can solve having our network because our layer allows you to create your own blockchain network. And at the same time, that's catered to you and connect that to other blockchain networks out there. So now you wouldn't need to 
build your project on top of Ethereum, wherein you're already set to the limitations there. It should be permissionless. It should be this. It should be that. So you can now be creative and at the same time, build whatever it is you want to build. So for lobby, to bridge the gap between users and the enterprise, we decided to create a social D app called Lobby where early users could communicate and transfer cryptocurrencies. So this is, this is where you could uh, send assets to your friends without toggling different applications. So this is hard to do. Uh, one of the reasons why we wanted this done is that we wanted to get away from, you know, what if I copy-paste the wrong public address? Every time you have a wallet, there's this code, this is, there's this uh, alphanumeric uh, code there uh, that's, that's, that's so long that once you uh, copy-paste it, make a mistake. Oh. Made a mistake, so basically your assets, if, it, if there's such uh, a wallet out there, your assets are gone, right? And uh, to get away with that, we decided to create a social D app wherein you could actually communicate and verify uh, if that's the person you're dealing with, all right, or transacting with. So that way, uh, we also are going to add more features into it wherein you could create your early uh, themes. So you could start communicating there as uh, you see usually done in lab cells, right? That's where you communicate, mm -hmm. you close projects, you discuss about ideas, stuff like that. So that's where we got the name. And that's what we're doing inside the app. So since Web3 is all about communicating online, doing it online, stuff like that online. So we decided to bridge that. And at the same time, since they're doing the project, the early conceptualization of their project inside Lobby, we will promote them you know, using Tetrix uh, and building their project on top of Tetrix uh, eventually. So. Uh, we also profit from there, by the way, because uh, transaction and fees, uh, uh, when, when, when you use the application, there, there are a few fees there uh, in place. So that's how we generate more, more uh, revenue for us. I got that. And so basically, uh, those are the first two of your D apps that you're developing uh, on your Tetrix platform. And Sunny Katakutan over here is commenting, love to see our own young Filipino digital innovators compete with the world's best product of you, Eman and Phoenix. Thanks so much, Sunny. And for those of you right now, if you're piquing your interest about uh, Tetrix, no, uh, let's pull up, let's let's pull up briefly, Eman over here, uh, the Tetrix uh, website, so people can see more or less what they can do. Let's, let's navigate for them just a bit, now so that they know for the for the first timers or for people who are interested, they know what to do. Can you just take us across the website here right now? Uh, give us a bird's eye view of how it works. All right, so once you type in tetrix.xyz, you'll, you'll uh, go to this page and uh, it describes you know, the, the summary of what we do. Well, if you want to read more about the project, you could click on to white paper. And if you're one of those who wanted to support the project as an early supporter uh, by helping us uh, funding a project, you could actually click on whitelist. So as you drag your, your screen down, uh, you would see three uh, main focus of the project right now. We're looking into building our developers, our set of developers, since we have uh, projects that would entail a lot of development. So if you're a developer who wants to support the project, you could click on the developers uh, tab. If you're somewhat of an investor who wants to also support us, you could click on the investor tab. And if you're a user who would want to venture and check uh, our products and services, 
and utilize it for your uh, for your different uh, uses. Uh, of course, uh, you make it on to the users, and it will drag you to the products page. So, if you click on to the developers, uh, you can click on develop with that fix. Basically, uh, these are just a summary of what we're trying to accomplish. And if you want to sign up, you can click on develop with that fix. So, and just uh, navigate the page there. Uh, moving on to the next, if you're an investor, these are the utilities of the tokens. Uh, we issue tokens to our early um, supporters. And it will be used in this uh, different um, features that we will uh, eventually uh, maximize on once the network is up. So you could use it for voting for whatever um, project that we are going to be doing moving forward. Uh, you could actually use it uh, as part of your uh, stake for, um, for dealing with the project. And at the same time, we discuss about the supply and the token utility that we are uh, making use of in the network. So once you click on to the last one, which is the users, you'll be dragged to uh, the D apps that we're uh, trying to build. So we have Pitaka, we have Lobby here, but the one running already is Pitaka. So once you click on Pitaka, you'll be dragged to the website or to this page. And uh, once you click on to uh, download, you'll be dragged to pitaka.io. So let me just bring you there because this is uh, the, product, the product. So once you're there at Pitaka, you just uh, download for now. Uh, what is available is uh, Pitaka as a browser extension, and you could download it for Chrome and Brave. You could also participate in our discussions. So just click on uh, join the discussion to see the latest uh, updates about the project, about Pitaka. And at the same time, there is this uh, video presentation of how you could set up your Pitaka wallet and uh, start your Web3 journey. So if you have any concerns, questions, you could look into the frequently asked questions or FAQ tab. And uh, if there are things that you need to be clarified, you could go back to our social media platforms and uh, communicate it with us. So that way we could help you and uh, educate you in uh, the potential of, uh, of Pitaka Wallet and Tetris at the same time. A lot to observe, guys, but don't worry. The first step is just visit the website, uh, www.tetrix.xyz, and they've got some simplified explanations of all these different things. But just like uh, Emma was saying earlier on, nothing beats a good research and reading into the topic. It's not something uh, which they were able to learn uh, in a couple of days or even a couple of weeks. It took years of gaming and talking about it during gaming where there's an appreciation and actually uh, ex experiential, uh, the experiential nature of cryptocurrency was what allowed them to create this one here right now. Now, uh, Eman, uh, I know there's a lot more to talk, and I wish we had more time here on the show to talk about both Tetrix and, and of course, Pitake and Lobby in depth. But, you know, I want to step back a bit more. Uh, you know, Eman, you're, you're a young entrepreneur. You, you were, you've been into construction, which is your own company. It's doing really great. Uh, you're, you founded uh, your own DApps. You founded your own, uh, you founded Tetrix at the same time. And I'm sure that there's a lot of great life and business lessons that you've gained uh, over this period of time. And which you have to crunch, we have to accelerate, especially during this time. What are the three life and business lessons that you want to share with up and coming entrepreneurs here right now who are still who are playing both in you know 
brick and mortar spaces and also like you in the digital space? I think um, I just go back to the three things I pointed out earlier. One is you must understand first and foremost uh, your limitations and act upon it. Because if you don't act upon it, don't expect others to do it for you. That's first and foremost. So you wouldn't earn money just by doing that. Second is, as you've said, uh, use your network as your network. So that's something that I also utilize. And I utilize it in, in a different way. Uh, it's by building and radiating the culture that they want to happen. It's, it's just you know giving value. So if you're a business owner and you start off by asking immediately, this is what my rate is. This is something that I want to charge you already and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's something that is going to you know, eventually drag you uh, somewhere we, where you do, wouldn't want. Parang naging transactional na, no? hindi naging relationship-based. Parang, parang it's, 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 the, it's the value that you bring. And I remember somebody used to tell me, you know what, if you're able to first agree on a principle, di ba? everything else will follow, eh, di ba? But if it's, if it's money first, parang medyo, especially for things like this, medyo mahirap, eh, di ba? It is, it is. And um, lastly, of course, uh, just, just keep the ball rolling. You don't stop. Once you get there, like for example, we were able to finish off Kitaka. We don't stop. We just, you know, try to build something more, something better. We improve on the existing ones because we understand that, you know, we have to be ahead one, one way or another. We are, we are doing a lot of catching up with other projects. And in order for us to make it there, we must drive harder. We must push harder than, than, they, than they are doing. And you could do this in, in multiple ways. You could do this by working efficiently or working hard. So I think those are the three things that you know, one must keep in mind for them to be successful in anything that they do, maybe business or their family. So, yeah. Thanks so much, Michael Peck. Commenting over here, game changer. Uh, yung uh, Tetrix at Pitaka. And Gareth Lee, again, commenting, making visions a uh, reality. And again, I want to close this out by showing what Georgina Lopez is showing here right now. For those, again, who haven't visited yet uh, the page and are curious, no? Uh, that's Tetrix. It's uh, www.tetrix.xyz. Or you can also visit uh, Pitaka right now. That's www.pitaka, P-I-T-A-K-A. Io. So again, thank you so much again, Emma, for guesting here on the show. Again, thanks to Ralph Du. Thanks so much to uh, Felix over here. Thanks so much to Mike. And thanks so much to all the board of advisors of Tetris uh, and Pitaka for making this possible. Really great to showcase uh, Filipino uh, ingenuity here to the world and how we're able to really show, uh, like Michael Levala said, we have Pitaka, the last crypto, crypto, uh, crypto wallet you'll ever need. Um, guys, check it out here right now. And if you've got uh, more great concepts, just like uh, you're seeing here right now from Pitaka, please let me know. Uh, and Tetrix, we'd love to feature them here in the show. Again, Eman, good luck on the journey. We'll be with you here all the way. And thanks so much, guys. Thanks for joining me for the RG Ledesa podcast. We will see you in our next podcast. Thanks so much, guys. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.